spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, man. All right, let's get into it because President Biden spoke. We carried it earlier today. He finally speaks about the flying objects that he shot down. So yesterday uh, we were discussing a couple different things. And we'll get into what the president said, why he said it today. Uh, I think the most disturbing part of this whole thing is they knew that this balloon was on the way. They knew that the balloon was on the way because they watched it launch from China. And they did. And they waited for it to get here and they opened the door for it. This isn't the south, the yeah. southern border, is it? I mean, because that's what they usually do. Hey, it's our- Did it have to stop and get an app? <laughs> I don't know. Right? So, so that ticks me off first. They knew... They knew that this balloon was on the way, and CBS had the story first. CBS News has just learned that U.S. intelligence watched the high-flying airship as it lifted off near China's south coast. Oh, you got to be kidding China. me, man. You've got to be kidding me. That means the U.S. military had been tracking it for nearly a week before it entered U.S. airspace, longer than originally known. Oh, gosh, how inept. My goodness. Yeah. So they said originally it was supposed to go over Guam and then over parts of Hawaii, but then got blown off course and then magically managed to go over all of our nuclear sites. <laughs> I guess we don't care about Guam or Hawaii. <laughs> I guess we don't care about them, right? All right. So the president decided to take the stage today. So we carried it at noon. Got to tell you, man. Uh, I, I just think this is much bigger than a Thursday at 3 o'clock in D.C. kind of press conference. I think this is much bigger. There's, there's crap over our country that we're shooting down, and he decides to come out for a few minutes and make a, a couple of, of... A couple just I mean, uh, passing uh, remarks. Can I... T- I'm going to give you my conspiracy theory. Oh, I, I love it. You know I don't like conspiracy gatos. I don't like conspiracy theories and all that kind of stuff. You know how I feel about that. But anyway, this is good for ratings. Didn't he have his physical today? He did. Okay, what would you rather talk about? His physical? Or would you rather talk about, oh, I don't know, UFOs that he shot down? Honestly, if you're Joe Biden, I'm 80 years old. I got a physical. How many polyps do I have to get taken off this time? I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, God only knows. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, he is, uh, uh, but I'm sure they're going to come out and say he's the fittest, he's the fittest 80 year old in the history of 80 year olds. <laughs> he could be. Maybe the know. greatest fitness you've ever seen of any, any, any president in history. They'll come <laughs> out. But I think a lot of, a lot of Washington, you know, the Beltway, they love all that stuff. Yeah. They were looking at this physical because I course think they, they were, but no one's talking about the physical now. Everybody's talking about what he said. Yeah. Oh, well, perfect timing. Oh, of course it was perfect Man. timing. Okay, so that's my conspiracy theory. Do you like that? I like it. It's okay. a good one. Okay. It has nothing to do with voting or any of that crap. No. Okay. No. All right. All right. Uh, the president today. I make no apologies for taking down that balloon. Okay. Nobody's asked you to. Stop calling it a balloon. All right. What would you like to call it? It is a spy craft. It is something of that. A balloon, again, is whimsical. It's fun. It's a child's toy. I like red balloons. What color balloons do you like? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, 99 Luft balloons? Yeah. As I've said since the beginning of my administration, we seek competition, not conflict with China. We're not looking for a new Cold War. But I make no apologize. I make no apologies, and we will compete. Okay. What? I don't care. Like, all right, he doesn't, what does that mean? He doesn't want to go to war with China. Good. Well, neither do I. I don't think anyone wants to go to war with anybody. 
Uh, I think we've seen that movie before in a lifetime, and 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 if we can avoid it, okay, let's yeah. avoid war. All right, but are we competing with China? Of course we are. It's two of the biggest economies in the world. The two biggest economies in the world. Uh, so I really don't know what he's trying to say there. It just looks like. Wait, wait, what did he say? I, I don't want to tick them off, or I don't want to start a new Cold War. Well, of course not. But if something floats over Montana... What would they have done? I think the question is, what would China have done if we flew a big, giant Uncle Sam, one of those car balloons that you see, you know, over like this weekend, President's Day? They would have made a spectacle They would have blown it out of the sky, which they've already bragged about. They would do stuff like this. Carried out pay-per-view. And instead, for us, we're apologizing, but not really. Okay. Uh, President Biden uh, speaking today about the... All right, here's the flying objects. Uh, This is the stuff, like, we don't know about. There are a couple things up there that we blew up. We have no idea what they are, right? I don't know what they are. Do you know what they are? I don't know what they are. So um, CBS said this. The three objects shot down this weekend may have been harmless research balloons. I don't know what a research balloon is. Is that our balloon? Do we shoot down our own stuff or is this from another country? We wouldn't know. Okay. That's now a leading theory for the intelligence community. There's strong consideration that these uh, objects are indeed benign. They won't know for sure until they find the debris. All right. So when are you going to find the debris? I'm thinking never. Why? One object came down in the Arctic Circle where it's minus 40 degrees. You going down there, Chad? No. Minus 40? And you know, do you know how many? I'd have to actually wear long pants. Right. I'm going to do a a pass on that. (laughs) I'd have to wear long johns. By the way, I was wearing long johns earlier today. It's cold outside, man. It is. I did not sign up for this cold when I came to Arizona. All right, back to this. The second came down in a hard-to-reach part of the Canadian Rockies. All right, you know anything about the Canadian Rockies? Uh, well, I know the Yukon, the Tundra. Well, first of all, I know, isn't that where where uh, the Our Santa Ma- Claus was, the dentist and the and the Yukon Jack? I don't know. Are Mounties over there? Can they find they it? They are. They're probably riding their horses there now, well, you know? I hope so. Let's go get that thing that fell out of the sky, you know? That's the and the third sad. plunged into Lake Huron. Huron. You know anything about Lake Huron? It's 200 plus feet deep where this thing is, right? Well, let's dive for it. A couple of hundred feet deep. Couple, Holy oh mother of goodness, gosh. Chad. Your magic mind of how deep Lake Huron is. All right, here's Biden. We don't yet know exactly what these three objects were. <laughs> ah, crap. So let me get this right. We don't <laughs> shoot anything out of the sky when we see it, and we're only upset because the cowboys saw it out there riding around pretending to be Yellowstone. They shooting at it. Right? So then... <laughs> We're like, well, now that there's something in our sky, we're just going to blast this stuff out. Boom. We're just going to start shooting anything we see. Some poor kid's science project, right? The migration of birds and the Autobahn Society, as my buddy said, launches their balloon trying to find the migration of birds from Winnipeg to Montreal, and you blasted it out of the sky? We don't yet know exactly what these three objects were. Uh, uh, All right. Would you admit that if you're the president? No. Okay. Well, honestly, what would you say? Uh, say, we st- took action that we thought was necessary in prote- protecting the vital interest of the United States of America. He said all that crap already. So He said all that crap. Oh, I love what I say is what we know is they're not... They're not from this earth. <laughs> I love what he said. He goes, you know, we, what we understand is they're, they're not any real risk to the United States of America. Wait... Huh. Who no, says, how, how do you know? Well, what are they? We don't know. So that's like going, hey, there's a snake over there. Why don't you go grab it? What is it? I don't know. I don't know. Could be venomous. Might kill you, but maybe it's not. What are you, what are you talking about? We don't yet know exactly what these three objects were. But nothing, nothing right now suggests they were related to China's spy balloon program or that they were surveillance vehicles from other, any other country. 
So that's it. He's telling me it's alien. If it's not alien, you destroyed. You destroyed E.T. Yeah. Oh, my God. You ever see the movie Signs? Yes. Here we go. This is it. I'm going to play this again. I thank God I've got water all over the house. Oh, you got to leave water all over the house. They don't like that stuff. We don't yet know exactly what these three objects were. But nothing, nothing right now suggests they were related to China's spy. Okay, so they're not related to China's spy program. Okay, balloon program. All right, or that they were surveillance vehicles from other any other country. Okay, what does that leave us with then? If they're not from any country on the planet, what does that leave us with? I'm, I'm just being serious. Well, if honestly, if they're not from. Any place on the planet, or we don't know really, then that leaves us that they're unidentified aerial phenomenon, or what we used to call UFOs back in my old days. I don't know why they call it UFOs. I think because you don't, you know what UFO, everybody thinks a UFO is not an unidentified flying object. A UFO is a little green guy. Yeah. That's what they, that's why. Well, it's like, uh, like, remember when it was used to be, uh, uh, it used to be, instead of climate change, it was, uh, what do they call it? You know, the earth is heating, right? So now they think with the climate change and go anywhere. UAP is anything. UAP is anything. Because it could be a cloud, because it's an aerial phenomenon. It could be a ship. It's an aerial phenomenon. Goodness gracious. It's the warming of the planet. I like a warm planet. We I need to. It's cold in Phoenix. We don't yet know right. exactly what these three objects were. That's wonderful. Well, we know they're of no harm to us. <laughs> Wait, how do you know that? Well, I, we don't know, but well, we're just saying it so you guys don't freak out. I don't know about you guys, but I feel a lot better. <laughs> Good God. Why even have the press conference, man? That was a no-win situation right no, there. No, no, no. I would have been the first question is, uh, did they bring you, uh, did they bring us goodies? Uh, can you tell us about your physical earlier today? How did they know the anything physical? about that? How was the physical? Now, nobody's talking about the physical. Everybody's talking about the UFOs. All right, coming up next. What a great way. You guys still thinking about the physical? Because I just told you we have UFOs. All right, Arizona sports fans are both thrilled and confused today. And we'll explain that coming up next on the Gatos and Chat Show. Ah, oh, we are fun. Deal with it. That's what we keep telling you guys. And sometimes you uh, listen. <laughs> Other times you don't. <laughs> All right. So uh, today, fans uh, who are sports fans in the Valley, they're, they're thrilled and confused. The confusing part is, well, the Cardinals have a new head coach, Jonathan Gannon. I don't think people know who he is. I think uh, uh, a lot of fans are like, huh? Uh, but there's a more exciting story today, and it is the Phoenix Suns and Kevin Durant. So he is arguably maybe, you know, a top 12 player all time. All time. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So greatest scorer probably in the history of the league. I know other people score more points, but he's the most unstoppable person maybe in the history of the league when it comes to scoring points and guarding him. And he's here. And if you're a casual Suns fan, the way that I explain it is uh, Devin Booker, as great as he is, isn't the best son anymore. No, no. It is Kevin Durant. So today they had a press conference. They introduced him. They're doing it right now. I just want to tell you, because I used to work in sports years and years ago. Long time ago. A long time ago. Um, You know, maybe one of the biggest free agent acquisitions was Randy Johnson from the Diamondbacks. Randy Johnson came here. Larger than life, the guy's like 6'10", one of the greatest left-handers of all time, joining the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I remember, I, it was cool. I got to meet him for the first time. Uh, I was the first it was the only, I was the first member of the media to meet him because we had the games here, right? And so I met him, we interviewed him, and it was it was such a scene, I can't even tell you. It was there was so much excitement. From what I understand, Chad, and the people that I'm talking to, this Durant thing 
is off the hook today. I think uh, I think this I think they feel like the the this is it. This is our championship right here. Yeah, they didn't hold this in a room. They held it in the middle uh, of center court. That's how many people were there uh, to to watch basically the unveiling of the Suns' newest player. I, I this is how I mean I see him sitting at center court. So James Jones introduces him, uh, and the place goes crazy. I stand here today proud and happy to introduce number thirty five for the Phoenix Suns, Kevin Durant. Okay, so you know I'm, what I'm thinking? Uh, no, I I want to know. Any of you people have jobs? <laughs> Wait a second. I, I wanted to pause it because I'm not watching. It's happening live. Who is that wise man? Are you watching this? Who are the people? Are that's not just the members of the media? Did they let fans in? They literally packed a whole side of the arena. So on the floor of the arena is the owner Matt Ishbia, right? James Jones, the general manager, and Kevin Durant. Right. And literally, Ishbia may have said two sentences. James Jones introduced Kevin Durant, and then they took questions, and the crowd is going bananas. I stand here today proud and happy to introduce number thirty-five. For the Phoenix Suns, Kevin Durant. Have you ever heard anything like that? Uh, I was telling you before, like, when they uh, introduce big-time, like, soccer players who will be transferred from one team to another, they'll hold it like Barcelona will, you know, they'll hold it, and he comes out, they'll hold the scarf, they'll juggle the soccer ball for a second. But they don't do a press conference. They just kind of introduce him. But the pressure, man, is on. He loves it. Because I think that uh, basically what they're saying to you is we think you're the final Piece, piece to yeah. a puzzle which would get us a championship. Let, let me no say, pressure. Let me say something about the new owner. He likes to go big. That's good. I mean, we don't know much about him, right? No. But, okay, he's he he owns the team for 24 hours, and he gets one of the greatest players of all time to join the Suns who have never won a championship. Yeah. All right, that's number one. You want to go big? You want to make a big splash right out of the gate? Ishbia did that. Number two, how do you put the exclamation point at the end of we got Durant? I think doing what they did today, as I said, from what I understand, everybody in media from across the country is there. And as the wise man said, they let in a ton of fans. That ovation, uh, I don't, well, I can tell you, I've never heard an ovation like that at a press conference. Yeah, it's a press conference. So you know that the Suns owner, he likes to go big. He likes to make a big splash. He likes the exclamation point. I mean, you got to love that guy so far. Well, it's uh, well. My I mean, he, he's opened it up, right? This is his yeah. goal. His goal is to give everybody the opportunity to understand that he wants to win basketball games. Right. That is his goal, and he said, "Money's not going to be an object." Okay, wise man. Let's be honest. This is not a press conference. Okay, it's this a is a rally. It's a rally. Yeah, you're right. This is a rally. It's smart. Supposedly, one of the reporters asked Kevin Durant, "Can you summarize your time in Brooklyn?" And everyone booed. 
Wow. Oh, yeah. It's not a press conference. This is a rally. I like that. So let's 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 go down that road again. Ishbi is thinking, okay, what do you want to do? You want to have a podium? You want to have it in a, a room with a bunch of white walls? We can do that. Or we could have a massive backdrop of uh, uh, just a huge backdrop that says, we are the Valley. And then you've got uh, a huge portrait of uh, Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton and and uh, Devin Booker and then uh, 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 Durant in his new uniform and three stools right in front of it and do it at center court. I got to tell you, I got to I got to say this. This is one of the biggest moments in sports history in Arizona. What is happening right now with Kevin Durant? It but is. you better win. You better win. Because there's no the other, other part option. Of you, you act like you've been here before. They and, haven't. And they haven't. So no. now is your chance to act like you've been here before. Yeah. I don't, honestly, I'm going to say it. I don't know who I like more, Durant or the new owner. This new owner. He likes to go big, man. I love this. That is a way uh, that you introduce, you know, your new superstar. Uh, and they may, may win this whole thing, too. There's, they may win the whole the whole thing right this now. Year. It's between Denver and them in in and the maybe, Celtics. Yeah, the right. Celtics are pretty good, but right. this is this puts you at a level where you you know what you're here for. This you're is, not here to get to the finals. No, you're, you're not, not here to get to the Western Conference Finals. You're here for a victory, and that's it. That's it in the finals. To win, it's the only option. All right, uh, coming up uh, next, uh, Americans are defying inflation. They're defying rate hikes. Defy, I say. They're spending money. And we'll tell you what everyone is... Inflation's going up like a balloon for China! (laughs) That's next. It's the Gators and Chad Show. All right, uh, inflation. Is inflation killing you? Because... I have some information about inflation. What did we talk the other day? It was up just a smidge, right? Up just a smidge. Okay. And then, of course, uh, spending came out today. I was spending a little bit more than we should. Okay, so that's what I was going to say. God, it, man, we just never seem to get it right. <laughs> so What's wrong with us? The Fed is trying to tell us, uh, don't spend any more money. Uh, we're going to keep raising rates, and we want you to stop spending. Inflation has dropped from 12% that it was in Phoenix. It's dropped, you know, probably 7 8 you know, stinks, today but... I was on with this little uh, uh, show here, this dog and pony show in the morning uh, with Jim and Jamie. <laughs> and, uh, but I was listening to them talk about, because normally when we get our inflation, it's every other month. Okay. And so they were kind of surmising it like we are. It's probably closer to 9% here. Okay. So that's not good. It's not, no. <laughs> man, they're still at 9 All right. Uh, around the country, we're still spending. We are buying, buying, buying. We are going to stores. Uh, we're going to retail places, right? We're going to restaurants, and we're doing it at the fastest pace in nearly two years. Do you know? I know that there's a portion of America that inflation is crushing. I, oh, I, there's no question. There's no question. Family of you know uh, four or five, you know, you're spending four or five hundred bucks more on groceries a month. Okay, I get it. What about everybody else? What is it? Everybody else has money they could just throw around? Well, I need a new shirt. I'm going to go buy some jeans. Let's go to a fancy restaurant. Fastest pace in two years. We got 9% inflation in Arizona. And by the way, a fancy restaurant now is like, let's go to Applebee's. Like, we don't got that kind of money. (laughs) Let's go to Applebee's. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I don't know. I mean, how many times can you hike the rates if you're the Fed? I guess you could keep going. Well, remember what they did in the late 70s, early uh, 80s, man? That guy would hype it like sometimes two, three, four, five points. He wanted to get everybody to understand this can't happen. Well, we need to cool this off. Uh, then maybe you got to go big then. People are still 
They're buying less and spending more to get less. It's not like they're buying the same. Well, I mean, but we are retail sales jumped in January uh, after having sunk the previous two months. Yeah, uh, it was the it was the largest one month increase since March of 2021. I mean, man, it's crazy. As soon as COVID hit, everybody started spending money. I'm going to put a pool in. They had nothing else to do. I'm going to do my backyard. Yeah, this is a good I'm going to be paint. stuck in this house. <laughs> right. At least if I can go outdoors, <laughs> I might as well swim. And then afterwards, right, uh, inflation hit and gas prices went up. And yes, for a portion of, the, of America, it was brutal. But everybody else kept spending. And now Everybody they're still else spending. Well, then the money was free, too. They started handing out money. Let's oh, not that forget that. Bad, that yeah. did not help. No. So uh, don't worry, though. I've got a fix, according to the Wall Street Journal. If you need to save money, skip breakfast. You're a solution-oriented kind yeah. of guy. Th- yeah. So uh, that's their big thing. Intermittent fasting. What? Yeah. So this is what it says here. To save money, maybe you should skip breakfast. <laughs> that is one of our major <laughs> publications saying, hey, guys, just stop eating stop and eating. you'll save money. How about that? Yeah. Several breakfast staples have seen a sharp increase in the prices, including eggs, which, by the way, increased by 8.5% in January, uh, up 70.1% over the past year, the highest annual rate since 1973. And so they're saying, look, some of these things that you guys like, have you thought about maybe having water? (laughs) Save a little bit of that, right? A little water will help you from breakfast. Fill yourself up. Make it warm. Yeah. All right, there you go. Put a little lemon in it. There you go. Breakfast cereal has increased as well. It's up uh, over 15% year over year. And uh, so the, the best thing that you could do at this moment in time is just intermittent fasting. <laughs> and that's that's what one of our major publications has just said. Oh, God. Hey, you know what's better? Why don't you just stop eating? Stop eating. You want to save some money? Go hungry. You know what we were told yesterday? <laughs> what was good for us? What? Buy a $200,000. Sorry. Buy, yeah, buy a $200,000 shipping container and yeah. live in it in Phoenix. Yeah. 400 square feet. What does the toilet do? It incinerates your waste. Oh, but you can drink out of the toilet, too. And you can drink out of it, too. After the dog's done, I'm going to go there because I want my dog to have it first. So don't eat and live in a shipping container that was at the border at one point. Yeah, that is spectacular, right? Uh, can we go back to your... Uh, 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 Intermittent fasting? The breakfast thing. So I was getting a couple of new tires on my car. You should have done that. You should have walked. I know. It takes a little while, right? So you drop the car off. And there's a little uh, the little breakfast place across the way, you know, a little eggery, whatever yeah. it is, right? I'm like, you know what? An eggery. I don't know. Is it, you know. Spoken like a man. What are you going today? I'm going to the eggery. No, I don't know what it was. It was, <laughs> it was like, it, what, what would it be? I don't even, like a village inn kind of? Yeah, like, kind of. Okay. So I ordered an omelet. I, 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 it was the smallest. I, 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 there was, they gave could, you, uh, you uh, been, like a one egg omelet from the eggery. A, I don't even think it was an egg. I can't tell you how small it was. The size of my thumb. That's the omelet size. I think three bites. Three bites. Probably cost twenty five dollars. Eighteen dollars. Holy no, moly! Well, that's know. what. That's the kind of money you have, sir. When you can go to the eggery and do eggery things. It was uh, eleven dollars, from what I remember. But it was a very. <laughs> I looked at the egg and I go, "That's so sad." It's Look eleven dollars for an egg. Yeah. Okay. They probably put a lot of milk in it and tried to fluff it up. It and make did it not look. fluff up real well. The fluffer was at uh, busy at it. That was three. That was three bites right there. <laughs> All right. Uh, so just to put a bow on it, um, if you want to save money, don't eat. Is that what we got from this? <laughs> it's segment? Pretty much. That's that's what Wall okay. Street Journal is, is suggesting. Okay. All right. Skip breakfast. Coming up next. Uh, taking the kid on uh, spring break, maybe you know uh, you want to take the wife or your husband. You want to go little trip on spring break, right? Yeah. Well, we're going to tell you if it's going to break your bank account next.
Jazz and Chad Show, afternoons. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, baby. Hey, we got a uh, podcast. You guys check it out. It's called the Gibbs Chat Show Podcast. You're never going to miss any of the action. It's super exciting. This is what I'm getting everybody for Christmas this year. So be prepared. iPhone, Android, never miss it. Brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guarantee realty. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com, higherprice.com. All right, in the last segment, um, well, basically, experts are telling you save money. Inflation is is high. Don't eat. Don't eat in the morning. (laughs) Just don't eat. And look at all the money I save. Uh, How about like uh, spring break travel? You know, is that going to be expensive this year? You know, the kids have a spring break around March and you want to go somewhere. I don't, you have, you have 18 kids. You should yeah, but remember, my kids go to this, this weird school. They go to school three days a week and they also are year round. So their spring break isn't always lining up with everybody okay. else's. Everybody else is going more. And we don't feed them so we can save no, money. No, why would you? Uh, joining us now is Alex Stone, ABC News. It's a uh, time to book, uh, spring uh, break travel, Alex. How much are we going to have to pay for this? Is it more? Is it, le- well, how much well, more? Apparently you should is be it? saving money, but if you want to go anywhere, you're going to be spending it. And mm. I have my wet t-shirt on for spring break right now for you, okay? <laughs> it's hot. That is gross. Dude. Here, let me turn this way. What do you think about this look? There you go. Uh, so, yeah, basically, bottom line, um, if you haven't booked it yet, uh, it, it's going to be a lot. And uh, you're, if you, especially if you go to certain areas where everybody else is going. Uh, we talked today to the, the travel website Hopper. They uh, compile all this stuff every year. The average domestic airfare is way up this spring break. Mm. And uh, Haley Berg, lead economist over there, she told me. There may be a sense of sticker shock when they book their spring break this this year, domestic flights are going to be about 20% more expensive than last year. Hotels are going to be about 64% more expensive. So pretty big price hikes. Wow. And travel to Mexico, where a lot of people are going about 30% higher than not just last year, but 2019 when travel was booming back then. And it was expensive. Europe, 16% higher. Hotels averaging 316 bucks a night. Rental cars, 56 bucks a day before all the taxes and fees and everything. Um, and yes, some of this has to do with inflation, that it costs more to run a hotel, to run an airline, all of that. But this is supply and demand. This is people saying, I'm willing to pay that. And the airline says, well, if you're willing to put your butt in this seat for a thousand bucks, sure, that's what the, the ticket price is going to be. And how many seats are there left? And uh, she says, is everybody wanting to get out there? Again? It's very much a case of demand still remains incredibly strong. Travelers are booking more vacations. They're going for longer taking advantage of remote work and all that boils back to there are more people looking to take trips whether it be a staycation stay at a hotel a flight all right so where are they going yeah. number one cabo. where's it gonna be cabo uh internationally cabo is number four cancun san juan london and cabo okay uh phoenix is among the top domestically everybody's coming to you yeah uh, las vegas is number one spring training out here yep orlando number two disney world uh phoenix spring training la you know probably all the theme parks and beaches um in miami as well so she says you can still find a deal you can if go you're to willing North to Dakota. go like Tuesday. Where? North Dakota. I'm sure if that's you're going cheap. to North Dakota, no. sure, or Milwaukee. Just say no. hi to uh, the spy balloon as it passes by. Yes, <laughs> wave at it. Um, but if you're willing to go on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, lose like half of your vacation, um, then she says you can still save like a hundred bucks per person per ticket. Um, but if you're going to go on like Friday night of the beginning of a spring break week, well, you know, good luck. You're going to pay for it. All right, Alex Stone, ABC News. Thanks, man. You got it. Put can I take off this on. wet T-shirt now. Put some clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> It's horrifying. 
Man. Uh, Chad, I have a question for you. I'm, we're, we're doing a little vacation. Well, this weekend we get a hockey, big hockey. Well, you're going to go to California. Go to California. That's not a big vacation. Hockey, it's not a vacation. No. Although we are going to do something fun. We're going to do the wild animal park. Okay. We're going to sneak in, though. We're not going to drive our car through. We're just going to have the kids run around to see if the animals can catch them. <laughs> so here's the question. Uh, domestic flights up 20%. Yeah. Hotels up 64%. You want to go to Mexico? Up 30%. Um, what else do I got? Uh, all that kind of stuff. All right. When does it, I understand the demand is high. Okay. But when does it come to the point where now we're getting ripped off? Because, okay, yeah, demand is high. But does that mean that you can just continue the airlines and hotels? I mean, if we, if we end up paying, is there anything wrong with that? I just feel like what's fair. I don't, I think we've lost that. Thing, what's fair for you? My Less be, money. Well, yeah, but that and I, what you can afford mm-hmm. is one thing. What somebody else can afford is another thing. What may be fair to you may not be fair to somebody else. It, it isn't until we decide that we're not going to do this. But right now, people still want to travel. They still want to do things. So uh, my assumption is, is that until we decide that we're, we feel like we're getting taken complete advantage of, we're still going to continue to travel. Prices are still going to continue to rise. Prices are crazy. Yeah. All right. So if you're uh, camping is cheap, so don't even go camping. I <laughs> no. don't know what I'm, I'm saving you money, guys. No, More tips later. Follow along. Um, I'm scared of bears, so I don't camp. Oh, yeah. That's the reason. <laughs> I don't like the crap in a bush. That's another reason. All right. Coming up next, should all Arizona schools have weapon detectors? Stick around. <laughs>